0: jason do, have you do you know how the do you know how the show starts uh i don't No, i started okay, so uh listening to bays <laughs> <laughs> okay chat do you, does chat know how the show starts
1: uh, oh. frost said it starts now
0: it starts now yeah but frost also said that i'm eight percent canadian and that that I, I still don't think that that makes sense. No, that's about all, right. I'm still pretty sure that that makes no sense, but um, mm, it's do a you guys first. Need me to tell you how the show starts.
1: Yeah, actually, yeah.
0: I think you could probably summon the show starting somehow.
2: Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, pretty easy. Maybe. Maybe. Let's see. Let's see what I got. Welcome, everybody, to the Rune Terrible radio show starring uh, The Blovens, Jason Fullerant, and Saucy Mailman. We have one truly sexy Canadian show for you today.
1: <laughs> it just goes in.
2: Can you guys hear that, or am I stroking L? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, Hello everyone. <laughs> it's a Welcome. first. It's a
1: first.
0: Welcome <laughs> to Rude Terrible Radio. Thank you for that awesome intro, Jason. Uh, you are our host today and joining you is me, Blevins, and Saucy Veilman.
1: What's oh. up? It's, it's a, I'm, Welcome to I'm, the show,
0: guys. Great to have yeah, you.
1: Yeah, th- thanks for having us on, Jason. I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, it's an honor. Uh, so yeah, Jason Florent.
0: Okay, we got to start it off. We got to ask the question, Saucy.
1: Hmm. Who does not know the name Florent? Who does not know the name Florent? (laughs) So yeah, Uh, if if anyone doesn't know Jason, their namesake is in the game from who does not know the name Florent? That is actually the Florent protégé. That is the Florent uh, likeness right there. Uh,
0: That's right. They forgot the F. Floppy coding.
1: It's yeah, true. You
2: just,
0: need to, you just need to, you know, chat. Just just put Fs in the chat for the F that is gone in <laughs> Florent protege. But, yep. yeah, Jason, thanks for coming on, bud. Really appreciate it. You've been uh, doing a lot in the scene lately, and we'll certainly be talking about all of that cool stuff in a little bit here, and we'll get to know a little bit more about you. But, of course, chat, and I know podcast listeners in chat, I know you hate this part. We got to go a little bit of housekeeping uh but i promise it's going to be great um we've got <laughs> a couple of new patrons this week so big big patron that big uh patron week this week we have uh diego g at the three dollar level thank you so much diego and we have quite possibly the best name i've ever seen for anyone uh booty the bear that's dollar level. <laughs> Yeah, that's a pretty amazing, that's a pretty amazing name. Uh, so thank you both uh, for joining the Patreon. You can head over, if you want to support us, you can head over to Patreon.com/slash/terribleradio to join there. And uh, yeah, we really appreciate that. And that definitely does help. And um, I've got a new, uh, new segment that uh, I've been working up. I've got uh, a couple of uh, folks I've been talking to on the sides here. To uh, get the webinars started, and that's NAR with the G N A R, get it? Because like the, the
1: like the know, Yordle NAR,
0: like the Yordle, get it? Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a it's a clever joke. Chat laughed. Um, we're gonna be uh, doing a little uh, doing a little informational videos over mm. on the Patreon. So I got uh, i I've, I've been in talks with uh, maybe uh, Mister Florent here uh, doing something a little bit later. I got some other cool people in the competitive scene. We're be doing informational stuff there. So, if you have any ideas of like topics or anything that you would like to see covered, like I don't know how to play Fiora Shen or uh, when should I uh, hold deny, when should I pass, that sort of stuff. If you anything that you want to do to either get better at the game or just learn about concepts, or you know what's it like to go to uh, to play on a Magic Pro Tour or something like anything like that that you are interested in. That either myself or Saucy are not the best people in the world to do. Which is like every question you could have, right? Right. Which is most questions, unless it's how to actually. No, I wouldn't. It, it's most things. We're going to be yeah. talking and working with people in the community to uh, get that stuff done and put those up on uh, Patreon. So let us know in the Discord. Discord.me slash rune Terrible Radio. Yeah. Okay. You did it you did it I did it we got through the housekeeping breath. and uh we are uh i'm not dead and uh it looks like there's at least two people left in chat and uh, <laughs> if you're listening on the podcast <laughs> you're trapped because i have locked your phone yeah you can try try to it's pause not gonna it work it's, it's not, not gonna work. work no it didn't work uh, but we are, we of course have the beautiful and wonderful jason florent on the show and uh, so let's just start it off how we always start it off. What's your, what's your gaming background, man? How, what, what, what brings you here? Wow.
2: Yeah, that's a, <clears throat> that's a, a journey to unpack. Uh, you're going the way, way back machine. Um, back to high school, Ooh. I started playing uh, Magic because, you know, some other kids were playing. Thought it was cool. Uh, started going to the local game store, you know? slowly mm-hmm. got into it <clears throat> um got hooked like everyone else does mm-hmm. um and i remember very vividly actually i remember uh looking at like a scry magazine yes it was it was one of the magazines those out back in the day mm-hmm. um and there was an advertisement for the pro tour and it was like you know win fifty thousand dollars at the pro tour
1: mm-hmm.
2: and i was probably 15 at the time and i remember like uh looking at some of the older kids who like knew how to play Mm -hmm. magic and were you know just destroying me stealing my lunch money every day and being like whoa you guys you're so good you should like go do this and i remember the exact response was like oh we couldn't compete with those guys and i remember thinking like i could and uh and that like set me off on my like journey basically of you know (laughs) starting at like regionals and then like you Mm. know pre-release a ptq um Fast forward to like, I was 17, took a Greyhound down to Portland. Like we were just talking about earlier. We, we used to go down to Seattle <laughs> and Portland for all their PTQs. Um, managed to win a win a PTQ um, for uh, Pro Tour Osaka in Japan. Uh, it was pretty cool. I went to Japan when I was 17, like by myself, more or less. Um, back then, you didn't win like a trip or anything. You got like $500 US, which... Yes. Uh, does not buy you a plane ticket to japan
1: (laughs) does not
2: (laughs) does not was not let alone uh, a hotel or food or anything Mm -hmm. um but uh through like getting a job and like my family helping me out like sent Mm -hmm. me to japan basically um after that though uh, i got into poker that was like when the poker boom happened Mm -hmm. uh soon thereafter when i was like 18 19 started playing poker um always still kind of like came back to magic um as everyone does kind of just like in and out you know um managed when i was like 23 something like that i uh i topated grand prix vancouver um which is extended
1: nice oh
2: (laughs) man that was the the
0: best format screw modern screw what is it called pioneer those are trash That's made okay, up. Modern was get actually get pretty here. cool for a while. Pioneer, that's trash. Historic, MTG, Dumb. that's trash. Bring back old extended. That's right, I'll
2: learn and stuff. <laughs> um, so so I I've qualified for the pro tour again. Went to Prague this time. Some pretty cool destinations I got to visit. Um, hey, you
0: qualified for all the cool pro tours. <laughs>
2: Yeah, actually, you no. Know I'm skipping over one. There was another one when I was younger. Um, it was a team one though, so like it wasn't really on me. I'm gonna be real. My teammate Terry Sang, shout out Terry Sang, one of the one of the best to ever do it. Um, mm-hmm. He, myself, and Mike Gurney um, were on a team for like Team Limited. We uh, won a PTQ, went to Boston, and uh, we were this close to top fouring uh, the Pro Tour. We um, we had a 50-50 chance of being paired up against Kai Bude's team, mm-hmm. and they were already a lock, so they had a Phoenix Foundation, and they were just scooping people in. Yeah. So literally a coin flip if we were going to top four this tournament. Wow. We got paired down, I think two rounds in a row. We got paired down, and we went loss-loss oh. to miss the top four. Dang. Um, That's that was, rough. that was a heartbreaker. Yeah. Can you imagine? Like Just a computer somewhere decided whether or not we made it. I was like, oh. It oh, would have been I, a you know, different trajectory.
0: Yeah. But. I had, well, yeah brutal
2: yeah and that's how that's how it goes right um so went to boston um let's see i qualified for pro tour hollywood somewhere along the way as well which was uh the was like block constructed with uh fairies um yeah a while back um and then fast forward to maybe a couple years ago and i ended up winning grand prix vancouver uh was limited one of the masters formats Mm-hmm. Um, Which qualified me for uh, Pro Tour London. So, again, got to go to some really awesome places. Can't, mm-hmm. uh, the whole, you know, play the game, see the world thing has been mm-hmm. pretty awesome. Met lots of great friends along the way. Um, and then last year in March 2020, April 2020, um, I won, you know, COVID hit, everything went online. Yeah. Um, And, and uh, Channel Fireball had a couple like online Grand Prix uh mm-hmm. and so they would have like two weekends of grand prix and then like a grand prix final that was like the super special invite grand prix and so i ended yeah. up qualifying last second it was like friday night the last qualifier mm-hmm. i think i finished at like midnight and then i had to like start then like the grand prix like the next morning at like 8 a.m or 9 oh, a.m wow. or something oh wow and uh and ended up winning in like somewhat dramatic fashion beating uh paulo vidor Domino da rosa in the semis mm-hmm. and then um uh gabriel nassif in the finals um wow <laughs> and so that kind of that kind of sucked me back into talk it talk about an
1: easy um, finals I yeah seriously right? just coasted lame <laughs> coasted
2: right through um and so COVID hit and like uh i was working at a company that was doing live streaming for uh sports sporting events which mm. kind of went away um so, you know, my work went away, as did many people's, and, uh, and then I won the Grand Prix, and I was kind of like, you know, maybe I'll just try, like, streaming again and try to, like, make it, you know, try to make it as, mm-hmm. a, as, a, as a pro player. Uh, so that's that's kind of, like, my history with, um, like, com- competitive gaming and sort of how I, I don't know, got to, got to where I am now, I guess.
0: That's, that's, uh, that is awesome. Uh, I did not I I knew uh that you had some some MTG accolades. I did not know that uh that you went that far back. Yeah. Uh, but that's awesome and uh we so we were talking in the pre-show for everyone who wasn't here and the podcast listeners and uh so you're from Vancouver or you're in Vancouver now, right? Or you're you're from Vancouver. And uh which for those of you who don't know is the west coast of canada i am close to the east coast of canada so the I just assume there's no chance that you that we know the same people right because it's like you know
1: very it's a far whole way. country away yeah i
0: go do you know do you know so and so he's like oh yeah we're great for uh so it's like it's it's a small world funny, it funny is. how these things work the Magic World, especially, is like you know yeah. it's
1: kind
2: of small. It's kind of tight knit community. Yeah,
1: yeah. Which no, is awesome. it's true. It, it's uh, I mean, Blevins and I, we're always guilty about talking about Magic way too much on our Runeterra podcast. So it's always good. We're not guilty. Yeah, it, we're, everyone we're everyone sure. else is guilty for caring. Um, everyone, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I true. mean, it's it's good to have another a met ma- another Magic guy on the show. But yes. curious. So going from MTG, what brought you into Legends of Runeterra?
2: Yeah, so, um, you know, like everyone else, I saw uh, the announcement when it first, when Runeterra first got announced. It was very interesting, you know, obviously Riot, very famous League, uh, League of Legends, uh, very famous. Uh, and so then bringing out a card game was like, you know, a big deal. Um, when it first came out, so like I said, uh, you know, I won the online Grand Prix kind of like in like April, which is around the mm-hmm. same time, you know, it was in beta and kind of launching and so I wanted to play and I kind of like I went and took a look at it and uh, I thought I thought it was got a little confusing I was like what is this with like the, the cards go sideways and like this mm-hmm. uh, you know there's like this weird turn system thing yeah. and I was like huh okay I was still interested though but <laughs> um, one of the announcements that I saw from Riot was like we're not going to push eSports we're going to let the community kind of grassroots it up mm-hmm. and I was like oh okay <laughs> uh like i'm here i'm here to yeah. i'm here to like you know at least pretend like i'm trying to cash paychecks and like you know just hold the big sign and go right. against the best of the best like that's yeah and that's my thing fountain, so there's like yeah, yeah we're just yeah. gonna we're gonna back burner esports and i was like uh, uh mm, okay i was also super busy uh you know trying to make it as a, a magic player content creator trying to launch oh. that whole thing i was like man i'm barely keeping up with magic like i don't know how i'm gonna do both things so i was kind of just like i was keeping my eye on it constantly um you know waiting for basically the the esports scene to get announced um to kind of dive in because i'm like i'm a very competitive player that's like Mm. why i like to play things i just like to compete i just i'll win or lose uh you know obviously i want to win like everyone else but i just i love the the whatever it is the thrill of competition Mm. of you know of of that practicing and trying my absolute best and knowing that someone else is trying their absolute best and you know that thrill of of competing um and so in i think november uh riot tweeted out that at the beginning of 2021 uh they're gonna have like a path to pro uh like esports was gonna start launching and that's when i was like oh it's happening now okay like this is uh this is it um same with majin bay and uh kever uh we all mm-hmm. come from magic we all basically saw that same thing and got into it around the same time uh then ended up kind of teaming up uh
0: kind of randomly so y- y- you mentioned uh ma- <coughs> majin and kever and uh just for for everyone uh listening's reference you've got your podcast in your community the mastering runeterra community right the that's what that's what the community is called. The podcast, right? Mastering Runeterra. Mastering Runeterra. Yeah, yeah. Um, which you everyone should check out because if you're looking yes. if you're looking to get better at the game and really optimize things and and really get into the gameplay side, we are not the podcast. Yes, yeah. this is this is not. It's not it, Chief. <laughs> this one's for fun um but uh I, you you guys have a very good uh i i mean i'm i'm in that discord i see you've got like your team calls which have like a dozen people in it and they're in there for hours which is which is awesome um so definitely uh check out that and i'll have all the links and whatnot uh jason remember remember to send put all your links and stuff in the uh in our discord thing so i can put it in the show notes for everyone listening in podcast land you can check that out um so talk to talk to us a little bit about that how did you uh how did you meet majin um did you know each other from magic how did how did that whole thing start
2: yeah, ironically, we we never actually kind of crossed paths uh, in the Magic space. Um, we um, when I got into Runeterra, I had already had um, the same sort of thing going on. I had a podcast uh, in Magic called uh, The Planeswalker Diaries, and we had um, a Patreon team, same sort of setup. Um, it actually came from when I got into magic, uh, and I was trying to be a competitive player. One of the big things that I kind of picked up on is that you kind of need a team. Mm-hmm. It's really difficult yeah. to do all of the testing and, and stuff on your own. You really need, uh, the help of others. Um, and so I set out trying to find a team and people were rather at the pro level already. So they were, you know, established and they basically had other people that they worked with and they you know, what what is someone like myself or anyone else gonna bring to them? They're already kind of at the top of the mountain. Um and then there were some other Patreon teams or smaller teams, and they were just kind of less they, they weren't particularly good. Um, you know, they weren't super organized, um, the the players weren't as competitive, uh and so I couldn't really find uh, a a t- team that i that i desperately needed to compete mm-hmm. uh so eventually i just you know, after exhausting all my options i was like i'll just make my own i guess because there's got to be other people out there like me mm-hmm. that are in the same boat um and so i uh i basically tricked seth manfield and uh <laughs> danny t law into starting a podcast slash patreon with me so that i could start this team um jokingly i didn't really trick them but i kind of they were like they're like what is it <laughs> It's a podcast, okay? Yeah, I don't know. Sounds fun. I like chatting. <laughs> we'll chat. That is how most um, podcasts it... start, ironically yep.
0: enough. <laughs> yep. What is it like a a podcast? Yeah, that sounds. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I guess. Why not? That's how almost video? every single person starts a podcast is exactly like that. <laughs> nice. Okay, I don't feel so bad then. Um, and they're like, yeah, it took off. Our community was
2: fantastic. Um, we did the same thing. We did the learning calls. Um, it was it was great. It was everything you know I could have imagined. Uh, the players yeah. in there were great. Um, one of them, Da Ninja, ended up like top eating one of the pro tours, um, uh, or or whatever you call them now. Um, so
0: like the team it's was very competitive. We're, yeah, we can be MTG boomer's. boomers. We can do that. Yeah, it's a pro tour yeah. and it's a Grand Prix. I don't know what a Magic Fest is, and I don't want to know.
1: <laughs> yep, exactly.
2: <laughs> Can't learn, don't want to. Yeah. Um, so like, anyway, so, so when I came over, when I came over to, um, to Runeterra, I want, I was, I was g- going to do the same thing for sure. A hundred percent. And I was keeping an eye out basically on who I could do it with. I was, you know, mm-hmm. wanted to find like, you know, just kind of like the, the right is as both of you know, you know, it's, it's not easy. Um, as many people might know, like starting any sort of business type venture with anyone, yeah. it's, The same as like dating practically you're spending a lot of time with that person you're gonna have to agree on things it's uh it's it's tough so um i i waited and waited and there was you know i i went through quite a few different potential uh people and um and one day i I happened upon yeah many suitors many suitors making pros and cons lists yeah um what i i happened upon majin Bay's stream um, and I was like, his stream is really good. Uh, I yeah. I really like it. Not not just because he's my podcast slash teammate.
0: He is uh, a natural
2: partner. Sure. He just yeah, it's I I don't watch a lot of Twitch. Like I'm in and out of streams because I come say hi to everyone and stuff um but there's not a lot that are like really grabbing my attention you know i'm kind of like a little add i want a lot of stuff going on Mm -hmm. uh he's really good he's very like he's able to it's it's difficult to it's hard enough to play the game at a high level but it's really difficult to hold a conversation with someone about whatever and then also Mm -hmm. play a game at a very high level and and he's able to do it just like almost effortlessly um and so i was like this guy i was like this i think this is my guy um we formed a team Well, I guess by we formed a team. I asked people that I thought were good at the game that I would get along with to come Mm -hmm. hang out with me and test for the last seasonals, which were Majin Bay, Kevr, What Am I, uh, Z Turtle, uh, Jason Sensational. I don't know if I'm missing anyone.
0: (laughs) I hope not. I think that's I think that sounds that sounds Um, right. I've watched I've watched those call. I've, I've watched you stream those calls many times. Yeah, it's you, Majin. What am I, Jay and cover. and and you guys have uh, Push B on there sometimes too, right? Push B.
2: Yeah, so Push B, um, season one, uh, NA the OG season one, NA winner, the OG champ. Um, he's uh, he just unfortunately works yeah. now. His his schedule has changed, so he hasn't made the last few calls. Um, but they were all just kind of people that I like dropped into my chat and and helped me to learn stuff. So I put the team together. Um. And, and it, I mean, it's fantastic. It's, it's, it's surprising how well we kind of just have coalesced and, and worked together. Everyone's just super cool. The whole community, Renteria community is just awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, through, yeah, working with, uh, with Maja Bay and seeing like where he was at and what his goals were and how much he wanted to kind of walk the same path as me. I was like, dude, we gotta do this podcast thing. And luckily, I asked him to do it like the week before he won seasonals. <laughs> I was like, "Yes, lock him in. Stonks. Nobody else can steal him."
1: <laughs> oh, that's, and uh, and that's yeah, awesome. that's
2: that's how it began.
0: That is awesome. Um... Well, we ha- I have a bunch of other questions, but I feel like you've kind of ca- you've touched on yeah. a lot of them. Um, <laughs> saucy, we do have the important questions.
1: Yeah, though. the important questions. because everything else we can just throw out the window. None of that yeah, else, no really nothing, cares. nothing else we matters. We haven't even been recording this. Yeah, no, I'm just gonna matter. yeah, I'm just gonna cut everything out. So you're gonna if you're listening, you're gonna hear a really abrupt. It just in yeah, this you're is where the podcast it. is starting. Yeah. And now the podcast <laughs> has started. So uh, important questions. This is the stuff I care about um if you were to pick three cards to be your favorite cards in rune terra what would you say your three favorite they could be champions spells whatever no matter what you want three favorite cards
2: yeah so it's it's tough to choose you know i feel like they're all my babies um but sophie's choice sometimes you gotta you know you gotta make picks um i uh So, okay, three. I'm just going to go rattle them off the top of my head here. Let's see. I really like Lee Sin. Mm -hmm. I just love playing the Lee Sin decks. I love them. Um, In that same vein, I kind of just like the goat, the uh, the film Mountain Goat. Just uh, three, two for two gives you a gem. Good little goat just gets work done. Back in my Um, day, he he was
0: a three, one.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Oh, I'm glad he's a three, two now does work mm-hmm. um and then like my third card would have been pick a card like but that was before it just kind of got totally broken like do you remember like before tf Fizz though Pick a card wasn't really a card that anyone played like you didn't True. really see play and i was like oh this card's cute like i really like this like every yeah. now and then you would have a, a twisted fate in play you draw another one and you'd be like oh pick a card this oh, is I'm really good card yeah. And yeah. i was thinking like why does anyone just when i found out that you could play it outside of twisted fate right i was like why don't people just play this there must be some reason, and then, like maybe, like a month later, TF Fizz hit the scene and yeah. just took off.
1: Well,
0: it it's funny because Twisted Fate and Pick a Card obviously have been around since Twisted Fate came out <clears throat> in the beginning of set two. Right, the beginning of set two. Yeah, yeah. There wasn't. Yeah, he's, he's from Water. Right? All came out at the same time. Yeah, um, and like n- it didn't see play for the longest time. And yes verbal fish and and that you know obviously push it over the top but like the only deck that we ever saw it played in at all was actually nola gold's uh was nola gold's um casino, casino? deck yeah yeah, yeah. Casino. no no one ever played it anywhere else and it's like oh now everyone's like oh nerf pick a card it's like no one played it before
2: but, yeah, coming from magic, I was like, sorry, three mana draw three? In a, yeah. in a in a in a game that barely has card drawing like that. I was immediately like, this card, is this card not insane? This card must be insane, no? Yeah. I'm not even sure if it is outside of Twisted Fate, but
0: Well, it it needs it needs cheap enablers, right? It just yeah. needs cheap cards that you want to play, right? So it, Poro Cannon definitely yeah. helped. Uh Rummage was always there. Burblefish, eh, kinda goes without saying that like, card's busted, but Yeah. I mean, even beforehand, Burblefish, Twisted Fate, and Pick a Card all existed for a while and never got played. When Go Hard was the menace, no one played yeah. those cards. Yeah, It's kind of funny, but... Okay, so you like maybe the concept of, of Pick a Card, but in its current form, in the in its its current impression just say in pick a card. maybe no, not
2: so much. I'm, I'm not backing away. I like it. Pick a card is number three. I don't care what the other cards
1: okay.
0: do. Okay. How about least favorite cards? Cards that you despise, you either hate playing against, you hate the design of it, you hate the just the feel of it.
2: Mm, okay. Uh, the one that really pops to mind for me is Vlad. I... Okay. never beat flat decks they're apparently not good but i just always lose to them <laughs> i like i feel like i just never beat them ever and i'm always like and i never told i've never played okay. the, the deck or the card And some ways like, okay okay what does it uh-huh. do is it okay it's gonna drain me okay can i kill it now no still can't kill it it just i don't know okay. freaking card It's the bane of my existence
0: it sometimes has regeneration it's sometimes okay i sometimes get drained okay it's uh no i i hear that one
2: um as for other two cards I don't know there's not too many cards that I dislike mm-hmm. um I like the game a lot uh mm-hmm. so for there to even be one is like a little bit surprising and I'm sure one of these days I'll play a Vlad deck and like yeah
0: now now it's on the team now I like it.
1: <laughs> true true true
0: Saucy, I know you've had some, some pretty interesting Vlad deck uh <laughs> with some very interesting names before.
1: Yeah, my my uh my Demosia Vlad deck is known as Spank Me Vladdy, so that's uh that's a fan favorite.
0: <laughs> it's just a great deck. Um, it's so
1: fun. It's like the Worst Scargrounds. They yeah, it is.
0: They they um they fixed Vlad so that yeah. if you kill him while the abilities on the stack, he doesn't, he's not just complete, uh, completely useless.
1: Anymore. Yeah. He, he yeah. is actually playable again. Yep. Uh,
0: yeah, that, that, um, that scar grounds deck has actually been like, it is a pretty solid tier, like two deck, right? now. Yeah.
1: Um, that's what I was playing it a lot today. It's really good. Yeah.
0: People forget how good Transfusion
1: is. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Uh, So unrelated to cards, this is really the only question that's actually important. What's your favorite guardian in the game, Jason?
2: Ooh. So, loaded question here. Um, Very much. It was going to be, originally, baby elephants are my, like, spirit animal. That's like, I I die a little bit inside from love. That's possible (laughs) when I see a baby elephant. I just like I lose it. Uh, so when the baby elephant came out in uh, in Runeterra, I was like, "That's it. I'm, this is the only one I'm ever using for the rest of time." And then, um, and then I was this is back when TFizfricks TF came out. And then she would trumpet like every time you like ballistic bought <laughs> it or anything. So she was basically just like trumpeting the whole time. And I was like, yeah. "Okay, no, I've had enough of that. No, we're just we're just okay." Uh, so then I went to Cosmo the dog because yes. it's basically like my dog cooper just big and barky and annoying and mm-hmm. cute um and th- that was okay for a while um and then i also the new shurima one that i don't know what it is the cat looking thing with the two with the tail that's like split yeah. again but really cute makes way too much noise a lot that of noise the most annoying <laughs> thing in the world
1: oh my god yeah. so much it's so annoying
2: yeah and so and so there's always been one that my opponents have had and mm-hmm. every time i see it i'm like oh my god that's Fucking cool. That mm. is mm, that is I gotta try that. Mm. And I got it for um I made like a like a Smurf account, like a secondary yeah. account. Um and I have it on there, so I don't I don't actually have it on my main account. And it's it's the dragon. The dragon I absolutely yep. love yeah. when the game starts and it scorches across uh-huh. the the map and then like it'll shoot fire yep. across like oh not even close. Nothing else comes close.
1: Yep. yep. Infernal Drake Infernal is the best. Infernal
0: Drake. Yeah, that one is great. <laughs>
1: It is well, as long as you didn't say t hacks, I'm happy. Or Grump, the you know. No,
0: Grump is it, Nightshade. Nope. Grump, the true
1: big OGs poopy. know about. Big Nightshade poopy, Grump. big poopy,
0: Nightshade Grump is is where it's at. Everyone, everyone knows. Type a one in chat if you love Nightshade Grump. Don't do and, it. Uh, and I don't
1: will ban all blocking Everyone in chat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we talked about the important stuff. Now let's talk about the. Mm, controversial stuff so we talked about this last <laughs> week when it, was, when it was when it was a hot topic but it's still is it majin bay's only fans
1: no that's it no. that's universally agreed upon that it's amazing
0: yeah that um, is there's no not controversial, not controversial yeah. okay universally not controversial everyone just is okay. voting for that yeah. um but so we, we talked with wonder mellow last week about uh, You know, the whole Shireman Desert is vast and We didn't get any update to TF Fizz. <laughs> we didn't get any update to anything. Um, we got no balance patch whatsoever. Aphelios not touched, Twisted Fate, or Fizz, or Pick a Card, or Wiggly Burble Fish. Or I could probably just keep naming off cards that people in the community are asking to be changed. Um, What are your thoughts on, I guess, the meta right now? Some of the top decks that are uh, happening right now, especially coming from Magic, where maybe an oppressive deck is more common than it is in Runeterra right now. Oof, oof! Don't get me started. One of the <laughs> one of the reasons I
2: made the switch over to Runeterra is because uh, there were basically oppressive decks for a year or two yep. in Magic, um, mm-hmm. and so comparatively. Oh, wow uh you know in in magic it's really hard to change things you can't just buff and nerf you have to ban things and it's uh very difficult to do because you're tied to a paper game and you're you know there's a whole market Mm. there um and so we'd have to wait maybe two months uh for something to change maybe more so (laughs) having to wait two to four weeks i'm like yeah maybe just get some tissues and like you know come call me um so what i will say though is i think what happened i think it's quite understandable um that what happened is they recognized that uh the tf is deck was a little too good um but they had Shurima all these new cards coming out and they were like well maybe that's going to mm-hmm. shake things up and then so we'll do all these buffs and nerfs maybe for nothing and it'll kind of just you know screw with things unintentionally so right. let's release all these cards you know it'll stir the pot a whole bunch and then we'll do it and then that's not what happened um it was like oh hey the cards aren't quite on the same level tf is still way too good and um and then everyone got real upset about it
0: yeah it it that is that is definitely what happened And i mean there's it's tough because there's so many there's so many potential factors that we just don't, you you can't possibly know if it's because, if it's necessarily because the cards inherently are insane, right? Because, like, we've talked about this on, we've talked about this on the podcast before, and, you know, even some, I believe there's been some Riot devs who have, who have addressed this sort of phenomena where, like, if Swim and Mogwai and BBG are playing X deck, way more people are going to be playing that deck on ladder than may you may expect yeah. based on like win rates, yeah. right? So like swim comes out with the stupid uh Z Fiora like all in deck, which by the way, uh I'm pretty sure is actually trash. I've never gotten close to losing to that deck. Um no, that's probably not true. But uh <laughs> Like that deck probably has way more play rate than it normally would given like a world where there were no streamers. Right. (coughs) Um, so part of it is that, and I, part of it also goes to the, another thing we've talked about on the podcast where, you know, compared to MTG, all the, all the LOR inherent people that you kids don't know how good you have it. I feel like, I feel like there's so much of that. Um, but one thing, and I, I'm curious what both of you think about this because I've been thinking a lot. Um, because and I'll, I'll I'll let I'll let it out now. People maybe who have seen me on Ladder this week have seen me playing Twisted Fate Fizz. Yeah. Uh, a because I'm a degenerate and I just want to hit master. Um, but B playing Twisted Fate Fizz against a lot of these like different mid range decks like that Fiora. Zed deck, the Vlad decks, all that stuff. Twisted Fate Fizz really feels like it is that, like, next echelon. It feels like you're playing a different game in a lot of ways. When you have yeah, uh, pick a card, when you have the combo, right? Pick a card into Twisted Fate, pass turn, rummage, flip Twisted Fate. It doesn't feel like you're playing the same game as your opponent who just tapped out to play a 3-3 right like yeah for four mana that's like not the it, but that that like gap in decks is something that we haven't really seen in rune terra almost at all yeah. even when like some of the best decks like bannerman for instance like that is a really has been an s tier deck in the past or scouts right but that's just like it's curving out and it's doing really good things it doesn't feel like you're playing a different game like you are with this invasion yeah <laughs> But in Magic, that happens all the time. We wouldn't, like, the, like, derpy play a 4-mana 3-3 three, three draw card, that just never gets played in Magic, and you don't, and there's been so many years of conditioning to not even think that it's playable. All these, like, derpy mid-range do-nothing decks, they never exist because you know there's going to be a pretty high bar to even be playable in standard yeah. in Magic. Because it's like, okay, if you can't beat the, like, the goldfish, uh, like, turn five kill of mono red like you can't even build your deck. Yep. Um so I don't know. I I the, does this make any sense my my speaking nonsense or what do you think saucy?
1: Yeah. So yeah, uh, it's actually I was I was talking about that on uh, I don't remember if it was yesterday, but it's kind of the same thing is um like We've had a lot of strong decks in this game, but the disparity between TF Fizz and everything else is so wide. It does remind me of like uh back when Abzan Siege Rhino, Rhino was a thing in MTG. And it was like you're either playing Abzan or you're losing. And that's exactly how it feels right now. It's mm-hmm. it's we just haven't had this in the game yet. Um yeah. usually there's like, you know, 5-6 tier 1 decks, like 15 tier 2 decks. Right now there's like an S tier deck. There's like three tier one decks and then everything else is below that and it's like uh i don't know it it does feel kind of this is the first time and coming from magic it's it doesn't affect me as much like it doesn't bother me you know that we have so few tier one decks but in runeterra i'm used to being able to queue up and at least see different matchups even today i think we only saw two decks in my seven hour stream we saw felios tf and tf Fizz. that's all i saw in diamond and so it's like well I'm kind of bored of ladder right now. I played some labs until we started the podcast. So I'm just not used to it in Runeterra, but magic Mm -hmm. is the same thing. Like you go and play in a star city games tournament or a GP you're playing and building your decks around three decks. Like that's just how it works. You're playing. There's going to be the aggressive red deck, the best deck. And then there's someone like me forcing blue white control. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Jason? Yeah.
2: Yeah, so my take on it is um one of the things I and I think a lot of people like about Runterra is the fact that it is only digital and it is uh capable of just having nerfs and buffs sort of whenever. Um I think the reality of the situation is that um well one something's always going to be the best. Something's yeah, always going right. to be at the top. Something's always going to be a little bit better um and it's gonna be real hard to, like you know trying to make everything exactly balanced like that's right really really tough um and i don't think that's what you should try and strive for instead i think what you should do is realize that um it's always going to get like solved um there's so many yes. of us out there playing all all day every 24 hours right so instead what you do is you take all the cards and you buff you you nerf the stuff that's too good and you buff the stuff that's not seeing any play you just shake it all up and then you go here figure that out and we all get yeah. to go oh my god magical christmas land like yeah. it's it's like it's like new cards basically it's like a new right. set yeah and then we get to figure that out and then play in the a big tournament and then and then once whatever a month or two months has gone by you just shake it up again throw yeah. it back out again and uh they just didn't really do that this time whereas mm-hmm. they have in the past um which I think is kind of what surprised everyone. And I, I, that I can't really figure out. I'm not sure why. <clears throat> I don't know if they were just relying on these new cards coming out too much, just assuming that would be the big shakeup and it wasn't. I, it's yeah. the only thing I can really guess.
0: Yeah, I and mean, definitely. If you were to ask me, would adding, I don't know how many cards are in uh, Empires. Like 120-ish, I yeah, think. If adding, would you, do you think adding 120 new cards, including a new color, would add uh would change the meta of mag- of current magic standard. I would probably you're you're probably favored if you say yes, right? Like you at, at the very least is probably yeah. favored. And yeah. you know, I think there's a lot of compounding things. The stuff we've talked about, the fact that the way the set is released where like we only have like not we have more than a third, but actually only like uh I don't know like under half of Shirima, the um we have under half of one set of Shirima. uh you know doesn't make it necessarily feel good we don't know what the full power of Shirima can be with a with a full expansion so that doesn't help um so i think there's there's some of that and one other thing uh and this is you know getting a little bit on the mtg side but we've we've already gone down this road (laughs) but um another key difference that i found with between lor and mtg that i don't think a lot of people talk about because you know with the conversation we've been having i think has been floating around and a lot of us that come from magic agree on it but one thing that i have not seen people talk about is the fact that in magic you as a player and a competitive player granted you know if you're casual whatever but as a competitive player, you, all, you pretty much always want to and are heavily incentivized to play the best deck, regardless of what it is. Now, if you have a group, a network of people, and you can change your deck all the time, that's one thing. But for the most part, if I pay $500 for a deck, I hope that that deck is tier one. And I'm going to be playing that deck a lot because I paid $500 yeah. for it. So I hope it's good and I'm going to continue playing it and i going to master it. TF is you got that answered, but also like I can very eat. Like, I mean, most of us that are in competitive or have played for really any significant amount of time, have all the cards and can make any deck we want. So like, even though TF is, is the best deck you get bored of playing it. Yeah. And you can switch very easily. Yep. But like in magic, it's like unless you are the point zero zero one percent or have a really good group and network, you can't change your deck over and over again unless you've just got a lot of money. So, yeah, it's ironic. Totally. Um, that would solve problems, but it doesn't.
2: Yeah, because one of the other things that's changed now is the seasonals have changed. So the ladder is a lot more important um, than it used mm-hmm. to be, and so you're going to have people, you know, taking it a lot more seriously. There used to be a time, uh, you know, previously the, the top players would race to the top of the ladder for fun, and then and then we just kind of play yeah, whatever because it didn't matter as long as yeah. as long as you were top 700, you qualified. There was a little bit of seeding to take into account. Uh, it wasn't as important as it is now. Where if you're a higher rank, you can almost have like an extra buy practically in, in seasonal. Um, so that's that's a huge difference. And, um, you know, if you know anything about incentivizing, is incentivizing gamers, gamers uh-huh. are going to game. Um, if there's a if there's a yes. system to be gamed, they're going to work at it. And, um, and this is a very important one in the competitive scene. So for sure, you're going to see people like try harding. A lot more mm-hmm. playing things like Athelios and TF Fizz. Um, so I think it's kind of compounded that. Whereas if that wasn't the case, if it was still the old system, we'd probably see a lot more memes, tier two fun decks mm-hmm. on the ladder uh, than we currently
0: do. Yep. Absolutely. But I don't know. that's uh, just some thoughts on that uh, chat and podcast, folks. Let us know uh, either in the comment section or in the Discord, Discord.me, Session Table Radio. What do you think about all this? Uh, let us know because I'm interested. I'm interested what, you know, if you're a competitive player, I'm very interested in that. But also if you're just like a player that's just playing for fun or plays, you know, plays normals or just plays casually or, you know, plays rank, but don't, you know, isn't like try hard grinding for top 700. Uh, I'm curious what, what everyone thinks. Cause everyone is a part of this equation for LOR. So let us know. And uh, maybe we'll talk about some of the responses on the next episode. Um, So, Speaking of questions in Discord, we do have a number of Discord questions that we're going to get to. But before we get to that, uh, Jason, I know uh, I know you are running. You and Majin are running a tournament the week before the seasonals, and uh, I wanted you to talk a little bit about that event.
2: Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm really excited about it. Um, <clears throat> so it's going to be uh, like you said, a weekend before. Um, to be a thousand dollar prize pool that we're putting up ourselves. Um, we have a bunch of great people that are uh, you know taking part helping us run it, plus the Blevins. Um, um, and so basically it's, you know, it's it's everything that I want to see sort of in a tournament. It's gonna be the same se- the same format as seasonals the weekend before there's mm-hmm. there's no better preparation uh, for a tournament than tournament experience itself. Um, it's, it's got a decently sized prize pool, um, compared to, you know, some of the other tournaments, um, which we want to just keep increasing. Hopefully it's, you know, successful enough that kind of just keep building, Mm. building it up. Um, I remember reading that maybe the one of the largest community based tournaments was like a $2,000 prize pool. I was like, Oh, we're going, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna try (laughs) and get that record from them. I want to go. I want to go 2,500, 5,000 if we can one day.
1: Yeah.
2: Um And yeah, I'm just uh, you know kind of just giving back to the community that's just absolutely fantastic. I uh, I can't say enough great things about the Runeterra community. I came over, uh, you know, streamed day one. Uh, Nick makes plays and Z Turtle came and dropped it into my uh, stream and uh, were like helping me learn the game and like everyone's just been you know, welcoming with open Mm -hmm. arms. And so this is kind of like our way of, um, you know, trying to give back to the community and try and just help it, help it grow.
0: It's awesome. Yeah. Really, uh, really happy to, uh, to help out how we can. And uh, it's going to be super exciting. So we'll get the details for that as well in the, uh, the description and uh, we'll post it in the discord too. We've got our uh, post a tournament channel. Um, so we'll get the details and whatnot in that channel in the discord again, discord by me, sister and devil radio. Uh, we'll get that there. So <laughs> saucy, we've got some listener questions. Let's do, we, we have a lot. On in. We, um, did, we got a lot. And if you're listening in chat, you want to get your questions in, throw them in. I don't know. We've got a ton. So I don't know how, if we're going to be able to get through to all of them, but, uh, you got some questions. Get them in.
1: I want to. This is an interesting one we got uh, from chat not too long ago. Um, And I thought it was a cool question. So, Onion900 asks Now that focus speed is in the game, are are there any spells you want to see change to focus? That's
0: a great question.
1: It is a great question. I was like, whoa. Uh, Atrocity, probably. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Well, 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 actually, though. you think atrocity needs a buff? Well, is that a buff? Maybe. Oh, I guess well yeah. I, I guess can't it does. respond it would... to it at the start of your turn. That's
0: true. Okay, <laughs> wait. 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 Never mind. Focus speed That's is weird. Tick. It's a very it's it an interesting weird. one. That's right. Because it wouldn't yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah, atrocity would be yeah, an awful Sometimes
2: it's an advantage, but sometimes it's a disadvantage.
1: Yeah. I want huh. Unyielding Spirit to be focus speed. I'm just uh, going to say it. Whew. I want Lamb's Respite. No. Lamb's Respite needs to be focus speed. That one I'm in on. I'm in
0: on Lamb's Respite being. That's the. That's the, the two mana? smallest unit. Yeah. Yeah, make that one focus speed. I'm 100% in on that one. Um,
1: Poro Cannon? Yeah, what's what's
2: the deal with that card? With which card? Like, what what were they thinking there? Like, what was what was the Lambs, respite? Lambs respite? Like, what's what's the use case supposed to be? Oh, yeah, I like, remember seen... reading this me like it seems like you could do stuff, but like what?
0: Well, have you seen the teal red uh, nightfall deck with that with Lambs respite in it? I've not. Okay, so here here's here's the deck. It's actually sick and teal red. If you uh. If if y'all listening are not familiar with Teal Red, he is, I believe, in the uh, SEA region and is a uh, like a fantastic deck brewer. Uh, he comes up with some of the coolest decks ever. Uh, you, if you if you watch Fight Night at all, you will constantly hear myself and Casanova speak the praises of Teal Red. So the concept of this deck is it's kind of like a a Nightfall shell but it it runs lamb's respite and uh and um not go get it what's the um give it out it of all. the way out of the way is that what it's called
1: out of the way the, is the, the targon, targon one. one yeah the targon
0: one out of out of the way um so lamb's respite is permanent so it basically makes it unyield it turns uh oh sorry asia region not sea yes uh uh chat corrected me there sorry um uh yeah so it makes lamb's respite permanent essentially but you get to play targon and uh shadow isles so he was running um that with um the three mana five five ephemeral lifesteal uh the squid and it's pretty insane and mask
1: mother too which
0: is pretty uh pretty sick actually you can also run the uh
1: you can run the two-mana the two mana Shadow Isle spells that gives Lifesteal and Fearsome as well, Burst Speed, because it also gives Ephemeral, which doesn't matter with Lambs oh, or Oh, right.
0: Yeah, That's so what nice. I forgot existed.
1: <laughs> yeah, I made a... Uh, um, it was a Tarik Kindred version of that deck I made, mm-hmm. uh, and I put it up on YouTube today. And it was, yeah, it was really cool. Like, you, you get to make your Kindred can't die and also have Lifesteal and Fearsome. And, so, yeah, it's just cool shenanigans. It's really cool.
0: Lambs respite, focus speed.
1: What about you guys? Yeah. What do you guys want to see? That's my vote. What do you guys want to see? Focus speed. Jason, what do you think?
2: <sighs> I don't know. It's tough because it's like, like we're talking about. It's like in some cases it's better, and in some cases it's worse. Is it? You know,
0: I have to think yeah. about it. I I yeah. got nothing off the top of my head. What was it's a good question. The... Okay. It's a really good question. That is a really good question. Um. There was some, what was I playing today where I had two spells in hand and they were both slow and I wanted one of them to, be, if either of them were fast or burst, it would have been great. Oh God, I think I was playing Expedition, some grinding, those sweet, sweet uh, uh, gems for uh, for Prismatics. Yeah. Um, God, what was I playing? I don't remember, but there's so many, there's so many like, like um, there's so many spells that. I feel like they can take a little bit of um, liberties with, with focus speed. Like, you yeah. can like, try something out at focus speed and then maybe nerf it. Though, they have mentioned that they generally don't like to change the speed of spells as a mm-hmm. way to balance um, for Unless whatever. it's Glimpse. <clears throat> right. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. Rest in peace. Yeah, Glimpse and... Uh,
1: Oh, A you know what spirit. it was.
0: You know what it was that I wanted it to be. Uh, focus speed, but it definitely shouldn't be. Golden Ages. Golden Ages. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> card's already pretty damn good. The card is insane. Card
2: is um, just getting more and more recognized. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the card's actually really good. Yeah, um, Splinter Soul, sure. Yeah, why not?
0: How about Splinter Twin? How about Focus Speed Splinter Twin? Anybody?
1: I'm in. I'm in. <sighs>
0: uh, um. Yeah. No. That is a really great question. It's a cool Thanks question. One. It's the one I'm gonna.
1: Yeah. Have to, I haven't even thought about that. It's the one I'm gonna have to. I've never stew once on. thought
0: about it. It's great. Okay. Here's one that came from Discord. Um. This one's from a person who wished to be, uh, who wished to remain anonymous, and I believe it was specifically for you, Jason. Uh, oh boy. And 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 for the record, this will sound like a joke, but it, it is not from me. This this question is not from me. Just put it out there. Uh, they asked, "Who are your top three LOR casters?" <laughs> it actually is yeah. not for me.
2: From someone whose name rhymes with uh-huh. Um <laughs> Let's see, top three Shavevins, Shavevins. Um Top three casters. Let's see. Um, well, I—I I mean, I—I I brought. Uh, yeah, let's just say, weird, how about Blevins top
1: three
2: non-Blevins casters, so it's not awkward. Yeah, to okay. make it fair. Okay, sure. So I, I um, so Boulevard, uh, I think, does a great job. Great pick. Classic. <laughs> um, You know, it's it's tough to choose. Everyone does a really good job. Um, I liked you and Boulevard specifically because uh, of your guys' sense of humor. I thought uh, you did a good job of keeping things light. Casanova's great. Um, you know, I feel bad throwing out any names because, like, literally, like, I'm just like running through the rolodex of everyone I've watched. And everyone's good. Everyone does like yeah. a really good job. There are um, a lot of really good ones. So it's uh, it's hard to pick favorites. I frankly think uh, everyone's fantastic. Um, and it was it was tough to choose who else would come and cast um, our tournament with uh, Bay and I. It was uh, it was really really tough. Um, eventually though, we wanted it to just be kind of like fun. And You guys cracked me up, so I was like, "These two, get them."
0: You love, you love to see it. Um, yeah, no, but seriously, that was that question was not for me. Um, sure, okay, <laughs> sure. Let's see, there any are there any non meme questions? Let's see, let's see. Um, let's see, let's see. Okay, um, this one kind of goes with um what we've been talking about um this one's from night striker and they say uh what changes would you propose to see for either a felios or tf you have maybe a, a, an easy change that you would like to see with them i'll start with you uh jason sure um
2: i think with tf i'd be interested in seeing uh the eight cards drawn turn to nine cards drawn Mm -hmm. i feel like that's there's been a lot of things thrown around i've thought about a lot of different stuff i feel Mm -hmm. like nine is interesting because it makes it a lot harder to do the immediate pick a card flip um that one extra card makes a a a pretty big difference i'd start there that'd be like Mm -hmm. put it to nine see what happens Reevaluate. I think that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, there's other talk of things like changing pick a card to four mana. Then I feel like anytime you print more card draw, you just kind of run into the same issue, maybe again right. with Twisted Fate. Right. His cards are all good. I kind of like where they're all at. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for Aphelios, that's that's an interesting one because Aphelios just got nerfed, right. um, and I really like that nerf. I, I found that Aphelios is a lot easier to deal with yeah, at yes. two toughness yeah right like I, i'm fine that my i'm like killing aphelioses and mine are dying like much more often mm-hmm. um i think i think what they should do is look at like temple and some of the other targon cards first before buffing uh nerfing aphelios some more because i think True. he's he's still very good but i don't know if he's you know i don't know if he's overpowered because something has to be good so i'm fine with him being yeah. good um getting boxed to plus is think, pretty yeah. good that might be a little yeah. bit too much
1: yep
2: so yeah Box to um, place if is I, wrong. yeah if was good yeah something something in that combo there uh perhaps would be uh what i'd probably look at but first i'd start with temple i think mm-hmm. um and, and just Targon in general a lot of people have said you know the cards are just really powerful they're so so powerful yeah. um so I'd, I'd, I'd trim around
1: him first Hmm.
0: I'd say star shaping. Get touch star shaping in some way, please. Yeah. Just the most annoying guy. Yeah, um, <laughs>
1: it's good. Yeah, yeah, I think I think boxtapuses, box boxtopus or temple are probably the issues. So what they should do, they should for the Ophelios fix, just move him to Ionia. So take him out of Targon. <laughs> there you that, go. That's there my Ophelios fix. Solved. Yep. solved. Done. Yep. And Twisted Fate, uh make him eleven mana. That would, <laughs> that would make him a lot worse. That would make him a lot worse. True. <laughs>
2: Only a little bit worse, I think. I,
1: you you <laughs> could cast him if you get the Targon card that you could reduce uh, right. yeah, <laughs> something's cost. Silver. Yeah, if you, if you do that, you can cast him. Otherwise, 11 mana.
2: You, you, matron, you matron him into play. You make a yeah. copy
1: True. one turn. Yeah, you got to sneak him in. You gotta, you gotta, we got to get the yeah. show and tells in here. So.
0: Yeah, you matron him in. And then you use Lamb's respite with okay no we're going too we're going too deep here, um so I actually have a no capa, uh, what I consider a, an interesting way to, it would definitely be a nerf it would be a pretty massive nerf to Twisted Fate, and it would change him a lot but I think it would keep him thematically on brand with the with how the champion feels, um. Keep everything the same. Keep his level up condition the same. Keep uh, all the cards are the same, um, but instead, uh, he can keep si- he keeps cycling in the same order: blue, red, yellow, or gold. Blue, red, gold, and instead make it so there's no limit to the number of cards that can happen in a turn. But the cards don't. You don't get a card from casting a ca- a spell. You get a card from drawing a card from your deck. So you can, you can, uh, instead of like casting your Poro and getting a blue card, you're casting your Poro with a leveled up Twisted Fate does nothing now. But if you rummage, you get two cards. So maybe now that I'm thinking about it, that might be even more busted. So maybe you do keep the limit on it. If you kept the limit of only three cards per turn, I think he's very much nerfed and maybe he's in check i don't know it's a cool I think idea make him a lot worse it would definitely make him a lot, be a lot worse. worse
1: he would be a lot worse what,
0: it's do, you interesting.
1: Think of this? what do you think yeah. of
2: what do you think of blue card doesn't draw you a card mm-hmm. but you get
0: two spell mana it's cool it's it changes him it makes him worse but it keeps him versatile
2: yeah i honestly don't know because like you're blue carding like some understand. ridiculous percentage of the time, right? Blue cards like
0: if if you g- are given the choice, you blue card every time,
1: right? <laughs> you- that, yeah, that's a uh, in chat, Ale Ale Blacky Car says, what if they had it to where TF only leveled at the end of turn, similar to Aurelian Soul? Oh, that's an interesting <sighs> one. So you couldn't just sneak him in, level him the turn you play him instantly, and then win the I game. I like that. Yeah, that's really hot. No, that's hot. hot, actually.
0: There's a lot of interesting yeah. ways to change, Irel- uh, to, not to change, Irelia, to change, if, uh, hmm. Twisted Fate. What if we put him
1: in Ionia also?
0: <laughs> then Ionia all of a sudden is broken.
1: Oh, true, true, true. You get to
0: play TF, you get to play TF Lee, and, uh, then you can also still play Targon. That actually sounds busted. No, that's, that's a, actually, I'd play that deck. Let's do it.
1: Yeah. Um, that's cool. I like that. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's cool.
0: Okay. Um,
1: we have time Saucy, for I have couple. no
0: idea where we're at on time, but I think we have uh,
1: time for like one, maybe two.
0: Okay, um, Saucy, are there any that you see that are interesting? <sighs> to...
1: There's a lot of there's a lot of obviously joke questions in here. Um, yeah, the, we've talked about. I got one for you guys. Of, yeah, please okay. do.
2: What do you think, if anything, is going to happen? next month at the anniversary because you could see it there in the calendar is coming april 14th Ooh. are they gonna be announcing worlds are they gonna do some sort of celebration what because uh i don't know that much about league and riot i hear that the anniversaries are a big deal they do a good job with these temple sort of uh mm-hmm. events what do you guys expect to see or what would you like to see i want worlds for sure
0: Saucy, can you can you can? I am going
1: to I'm going to refrain from answering this question.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Um, okay. So Saucy will recuse himself. I don't have any. I actually don't have any insight to that. So I'm going to speculate. Um. So what I would like to see. I mean, what. What I would like to see is, um, hmm. I mean, yes, worlds would be sweet. That'd be a cool thing. Um, obviously, everyone in the competitive community is wanting that. Um, one year anniversary. W- okay. So, what I want to see, I want something, I want something exclusive, limited time, and cool. And I want it to be all of those. I want it to be all three of those things. I want it to be either like a guardian or a card back. Maybe a board, probably not a board. A board would feel bad. Feel a board feels too big. And if it's exclusive, people are going to feel bad, not seeing it and not being able to get it. So I want it something. I want it to be something cool, but not big like a board. So I think a card back or a guardian would be sweet. Like a one year guardian that you've got. You can give it a lot of time, maybe give it a, a month or two months or, or however long, to claim it kind of like the pride poro where it was like it was free if you logged in between there was a pretty big gap of time yeah That you could get it you get it for free you have it forever uh, but you can't get it again maybe they'll do it again maybe they'll do the pride poro um at the same time of the year every year i don't know but i want to see something like that like give me give me a guardian maybe it's just a different color poro maybe it's a golden poro or a, a red poro or something Give me, give me something like that. That's interesting,
2: what I see. interesting, interesting take. Um, yeah, because I don't have the Pride Poro, and there's Ooh. some other stuff like pets that you can't get anymore. Right. And I see them, and I'm like, how do I get that? And they're like, oh, you can't. Right. I'm like, oh, darn it. Uh, but, but I don't. But I'm not upset about it. I'm just like, the next time something cool rolls around, I'm right. getting it. Like, you better believe I'm not missing out. And so, like, um, when we got the card back for seasonals, um, you know, it wasn't my favorite card back, but I was hoping that maybe. They would keep it just for seasonal number one, and those right. of us that went like three and two or better would would have that cute little like keepsake, and maybe yeah. they would just change it every time, and and that's fine, right? I wouldn't be like, oh, I missed out on that thing because there's more cool stuff happening all the time. But right. then they kept it for seasonal two, and I was like, oh, now it's just kind of less
0: special. Hey, so that was interesting. Take be happy. Got that, man? Because I'm upset because I can't get it. <laughs> I I I, I, mm, I want it. I I want. Seasonal number three is next. coming up. I can't. I can't. I I literally can't play in the seasonals. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, What a loser. Working
0: with a part. Working for a partner of Riot means (laughs) that I'm literally disqualified from being able to play. Um. So Saj. Uh. But yeah. No. I want. I want. I I like stuff like that. You know. My stuff isn't cool unless other people can't have
1: it. Yeah. Exactly. That's what makes it better.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Um. Okay. Saucy one one more question is there one that sticks out to you?
1: I mean we talked about a lot of this already that's that one's not even like a real thing um... okay this one's this is interesting okay. Uh, Mashi asks um, what decks do you hope to play after the impending TF Physifelios nerfs assuming for this question that those decks become tier 2 or so so are there any de- decks that you want to play but they're just not mm. quite good enough to actually win games
2: mm. I want to play Karma decks I really like Karma okay. uh, Karma's yeah. probably should have been up there one of my favorite cards um, I just you know old school magic control player i want my blue white millstone just do nothing for (laughs) forever and then kill you in an avalanche of stuff eventually and you just can't do it you just can't do it right now not quite good enough uh so i'd love i'd love to
0: give karma another go that is an interesting one um what was I playing that was weird before there's some weird wacky combo decks that actually i know swim swim was playing a deck that actually used lamb's respite on kegs and would like go infinite where like you like stack up a bunch oh, of kegs ah. you use lamb's respite so that it won't die that turn and then you use like three warning shots and deal like twenty in one turn I want. I'd love something like that to work where it's just like this wacky combo. And I don't care. It doesn't need to. In fact, I hope it's not tier one because if a deck like that is tier one. It's kind of yikes. Give me, let me at least be able to play (laughs) it as a tier two deck and I'll be happy. How about you saucy?
1: Um, I think more, more Timo timelines, trundle deck. That deck is (laughs) so fun. Uh, I mean, and I th- I think it's realistically like maybe a low tier two deck. It's actually decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if that deck was good, it'd be awesome because, I mean, it's got Teemo and Timelines and Trundle. What else do you want? Mm-hmm. It's great. Ooh,
0: it's something with fun. LeBlanc. Give me LeBlanc. I want LeBlanc oh, yeah. to be a, Dude, a playable card.
1: I, uh, I found a really cool LeBlanc Jarvan Battering Ram deck today um it, it is i was looking through the master's leaderboard today and this is when we made fun of we are also going through my friends just making fun of blevins for a long time for his tf is uh <laughs> but yeah he's uh it's like rank <laughs> six right now in u.s master and it's jarvin uh leblanc and it has one katarina oh, battering ram that that deck is cool that deck is that's, cool. Um, that's Manasia. He's trolling, yeah. dude. He's it's fun trolling. as shit, though. That deck, like He's I'm saying, trolling. this is a deck I want to be fire, dude. I had a blast with it. We played it a bunch. Super fun. Leblanc it. is Leblanc is. She's a very. She's very interesting. She's very interesting. Love it, but
0: saucy, Jason. That's gonna be it for this episode. Yeah. Jason, our wonderful guest. Thank you so much for being on. Really appreciate it. We had a blast. The floor is now yours. Sell out. Shout out. Do what you will. The people want to hear. Where can they find you? All that good stuff. Sure. Thank you guys
2: so much for having me. It was uh, it was really an honor. Um, I forgot to mention actually. I've I mentioned this before in other venues, but uh, Saucy's stream was actually the first Runeterra stream I've ever watched. Uh, it was like, hey, new player. Uh, you know how do i learn this game and he's like yo i got you i got these uh, youtube wow. videos um, come check come check it out it's all uh, everything he circle. needs there and that's come full circle so it's been it's been great being here um i stream every single day because i'm currently on a 365 day Terra stream challenge i don't know nice. why i started Ooh. that but i'm about one third of the way i'm like 120 ish days in every single day wow. at like 7 p.m pacific um Twitch.tv slash Jason Florent, all that good stuff. Um, I also make some YouTube videos, also Jason Florent on on YouTube, Um, just getting that up and going. Of course, the podcast, um, Mastering Rutera with J.M. Bay, you know, it's uh, very competitive-focused. You can find it on YouTube or uh, Spotify or iTunes, Mastering Rutera. Um, And then from there, you can check out uh, our Patreon, um, which... Uh, I just love our, our patreon's great the discord's awesome the community's great it's free to join the discord so um, hop on over uh, we're gonna be holding that tournament the next month for all of our patrons the the lowest tier is two dollars so if you just want to support us and, and join the tournament uh it's two bucks all the way up to uh we have a hundred dollar tier that gets you you know like four one-on-one coaching sessions with uh Bay or myself and and then just a whole bunch in between um you can check that over at uh, patreon. Uh, mastering Ruterra as well.
0: Love it. Love it. Thank you again, Jason, for coming on. Really appreciate it. Saucy, where can people find you when you're not here on the podcast?
1: Uh, yeah, if you want to find me, my website's just saucy.live. Um, you can find all of my stuff there. Everything uh, about what I do is on the thing.
0: Love it. One consolidated place. Well, if you want to find me on the internet, you can find me at the underscore Blevins, on twitter you can find me most if not every friday casting fight night over at twitch.tv giant slayer lor if you want to find the podcast you can go to twitter at rune terrible of course you can go to uh, patreon.com slash rune radio to support us and get access to all of that awesome stuff you can also of course the best place is discord.me slash rune terrible radio but that is gonna be it for this episode thank you everyone for listening in on, in podcast world thank you for chat the chat for uh, showing up but for Jason Florent for Saucy Mailman I'm the Blevins and we'll be back next week talk about some more Legends of Tira. thanks guys